It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode five. Now tonight, joined by Dynasty Frank, and we have our man Scott Fish back. What's going on, guys? Thanks, uh, thanks for telling everyone what I do on my off time last week. That was uh, <laughs> I try to keep that part of my life uh, private, but <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's something to be proud of, really. <laughs> but, right, that's that's our mistake. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> I do agree, though. I I am the Donatello of the group. Donatello of the group, definitely. Yep, yep. <laughs> the biggest staff. <laughs> you wear purple on Sundays. <laughs> yep. It's, oh, there you go. All right, he's Vikings fan. I mean, come on. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, we made it through week two, and I'd like to say we got through it without injuries, but that would be lying. Um, so, I mean, the uh, top running back, I would say, that got injured, it's probably Eddie Lacy. And, it, you know, it was an ankle sprain. There were kind of talks of it might being serious, might be a ga- out for a couple games. Now there's a potential he could be good for this week. I would kind of guess they would be cautious about it, you know, this early in the season. Um, you guys have any thoughts on Eddie Lacy there? I think I think pork chop Lacy. I mean, Eddie Lacy is going to be fine. I, he's, you know, I, I think he's going to be fine. I mean, I think I read that that online on Twitter, somebody's timeline. I that uh, he was, you know, it's nothing major, and uh, he's going to be okay. But the guy that I don't know what the hell's going on, If I know they did an MRI, is DeMarco Murray. I'm going to switch up on you there. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's fine. DeMarco Murray had an MRI, and it came out okay, but does it really matter? I mean, he might as well be injured, because the way Chip Kelly's using him, I have no idea what the hell's going on. He might as well just be out for the rest of the year. I mean, is it going to matter? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's doing awesome this year, guys. What are you talking about? He's exactly what we all thought when we drafted him in the first or second round. Yeah. I, don't, I actually, I actually own zero Demarco Murray shares. So what am I talking about? I don't either. I don't either. So I'm the only idiot that owns Demarco Murray anywhere. I wouldn't say you're an idiot, but yeah, yeah that's a. Uh, I don't know. When he left, it, you know, it was kind of one of those things. Like you look at the workload, and he's also leaving the Dallas offensive line. I did not expect it to be this bad, though. I mean, like, I thought it, I think it was like 48% of his carries, he's getting hit behind the offensive line. Like, before he even gets to the line of scrimmage, he's getting hit 48% of the time. You know, you know what I love on DeMarco Murray? He has 11 yards rushing this year. He has a 9-yard a run and an 8-yard run, which he, <laughs> he has 19 rushes 
for negative six yards. That's amazing. I the think U.A. Manning has more rushing yards than DeMarco Murray. So yeah. There's that. Yeah, I mean, come on. We could do that, right? Oh. <laughs> we had to get it in. We had to get it in. I wonder what Jerry thinks right now about letting Murray go. <laughs> Give me DeMarco Murray on the phone. <laughs> I guess that's no, for Jerry. He's just hanging up on DeMarco. That's all he's doing. DeMarco who? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another running back is Tevin Coleman. He broke a rib or a two. I don't know. Uh, but he's definitely out for a couple games at least, maybe three. Um, what do you guys think that does? I mean, I know that we had all kind of discussed how we were kind of staying away from that situation heading into this, you know, this season. But he he honestly did look pretty good in uh, week one. And, I mean, it, it, you know, his yards per carry wasn't too pretty. But he did look like he has some uh, potential. Are you guys worried about that, and are you targeting Devontae Freeman at all because of this? You know, I kind of like Atlanta's offense a mm-hmm. lot more than – well, I thought, I, I thought I'd like them going into the season, but I was kind of avoiding their uh, – yeah, Ty's sitting there all smug with his Super Bowl pick. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I but I, I – with how injured they were all preseason, I was just completely staying away from uh, the Atlanta backs. But if Devonta's going to get, you know, 20 touches now, how, he, he's a guy you definitely definitely want for a few weeks. And he's the kind of guy, I, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if he, uh, you know, takes a major role if he, if he performs well. And then yeah. Coleman plays kind of like an ancillary role when right. he comes back. I could definitely see that. Um well, it was pretty much an onslaught for all the the uh, quarterbacks. Oh. They had Romo, who's broke his collarbone. He's out. He's an actually he's actually on the uh, IR designated to return. So, fire up Brandon Whedon. And so, what does Jerry Jones do? Who does he call? He calls. Get me Matt Castle on the phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, that's. I mean, is Brandon Whedon really? I can't believe I have Tony Romo in one, maybe two leagues, and I picked up Brandon Whedon, and I had the worst, worst feeling in my stomach. I just like wrote off that league already. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, I lost um, this one. Wait, I, I, I drafted RG3 and Tony Romo in this redraft, but go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I, I, posted, I put this on Twitter, but uh, I think it was on Twitter, that uh, the Cowboys have now traded for Matt Castle, Kristen Michael, and Bryce Butler in the past two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are the odds that that's going to be like for any fantasy purposes? Is anyone going to use any of them? They're they're seriously trying to make up for the moves that they didn't make in the off season. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, another one is uh, Jay Cutler managed to strain his hamstring, uh, which is strange because you know it's Jay Cutler. Right. It was making a tackle. Sh- yeah, he doesn't strain for anything. No, he doesn't. And the best part is he was he strained his hamstring trying to tackle a guy that was running an interception back for a pick six. Right. Like it's the most colored thing ever. Exactly. I, I mean I would picture every time Cutler throws a pick, he's already on the sideline lighting up a cigarette like whatever, <laughs> don't care, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know what? I uh, dropped Jimmy Clausen in a dynasty league just last week when uh, Raiders ran. That and, can't be true. And you know what? No, it is. <laughs> and you know what? 
I still don't care. <laughs> I still don't care that I dropped him. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me that I dropped him at this point. Still. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, and then uh, Drew Brees. The information came out yesterday that you know there was kind of a, I don't know, a flurry of misinformation saying he had a torn uh, rotator cuff. Now it's just a deep bruise. So he's he's saying he's going to take it easy. But he didn't practice today. He's potentially could play this week, but that offense got smoked by Tampa Bay last week, and that was with Drew Brees. If he's out for any amount of time, I mean, they're going to be in the toilet in the NFC South. It's it's all about time. Have you either of you guys had a rotator cuff injury before? I mean, no, we no. all work manual labor, so I thought maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's you what we hear, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, I have, and I can barely lift. <laughs> I can barely lift my arm horizontal with it, you know. And I, it, I can't imagine trying to sling a football, you know, or play professional football with something like that that painful. Mm-hmm. So I, I would expect, it. and it, and it's one of those injuries. It's just time. You just need to take it easy, and it needs time. So I mean, the major red flag was when he went to go visit Dr. James Andrews. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody well, goes to visit Dr. James Andrews, I'm just like, oh man, this guy's done. Yep. I'm like Tommy John. He needs Tommy John. Everybody panic, <laughs> panic. You know, <laughs> I can't remember who said it. I wish I could give him credit, but. Uh, James Andrews has done all of Drew Brees' surgeries on his shoulder and stuff like that in the past. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to go to the doctor that knows your shoulder better than anyone, right? Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah, so, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, your initial thought is, yeah, James Andrews, <laughs> that name scares the crap out of fantasy owners. <laughs> but It does. You know, I would want to go to the doctor that's done my shoulder. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so relax. I mean, that's Frank. the same shoulder. I mean, I know. Our, I'm going to say the angle. That was that... <laughs> <laughs> All right, A Rod. Uh, that, that was the same shoulder that he had uh, issues with when he came out of San Diego, right? I Broke mean, when shoulder. he left San Diego. Yeah. I, I don't. I honestly don't remember, but I believe so. It's his throwing right. shoulder, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, throwing shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, two two injuries popped up today, which were really uh, strange. DeAndre Hopkins and Ladarius Green both have concussions, and what's interesting is they said DeAndre Hopkins showed up to practice today showing concussion-like symptoms. So did he play the whole game on Sunday with a concussion, <laughs> and then now he's getting busted to practice? Or Anyway, the whole point here is they're both going to be out this week. So that's no good. They're definitely out? I mean, New no, I mean, there's, I mean, you got a concussion on Wednesday. Uh, just been, I mean, they're going to have to go into the protocol now. You know, all that works. Oh, my God. That's going to hurt a couple of my leagues. Um, mm-hmm. But the Ladarius Green, that's his second one in a, in a month? In a month. Ugh. You know what? I think I'm going to buy a Chargers jersey with the number 89 on back and have it say Fantasy Tees. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Oh, I'm going to have one good week a year and give you guys hope. Even with, even with Gates out, I'm going to give you a week, guys. Yeah. Yeah, he has four weeks here to make hay, and he gets a freaking concussion. A concussion. <laughs> Two of them. Two concussions. <laughs> well, I'm just happy I sold him for a second and, uh, to to Kevin, the FF engineer. Oh, yeah, yeah. In one of our leagues, so. Yeah. Sorry, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> nice move. 
Okay, well, uh, you know, I mean, there's there's too many injuries going on, period. I mean, like, between week one and week two, it's just just ridiculous. Yeah. What is that? The hell is that? <laughs> Motorcycle outside my window here. <laughs> sure, toy didn't turn on there, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Sound hungry, Scott. He's like, oh. <laughs> All right, last week, Scott didn't get to play this game with us. But uh, we're going to do Blow Your Wad. Stop. Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. And for those of you who missed it, this is basically the guys that you would be willing to blow your wad for on waiver wire uh, trying to acquire them. So you guys got anybody in mind? Um, I guess I'll go. I mean, now that Tevin Coleman is out, uh, for you know broken ribs, uh, it's got to be at least a two week thing. No, I mean how's, how's he going to play running back right. with some broken ribs? So uh, I guess I will. If I have to choose one, it's got to be Devontae Freeman. <laughs> I blow my wad for Devontae <laughs> Freeman. <laughs> yeah, things you never thought you'd ever say. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that is true because people probably drafted him hoping that he might win that job, and then whenever it was announced that Tevin Coleman was the starter. Probably saw the game flow. They may have dropped him after week one, so he might be available. Yeah, I think that uh, Hankerson, Hank time, Leonard Hankerson, he's, <laughs> you know, it, it really bothers me because <laughs> I own Roddy White in, a, in quite a few leagues, and he straight up just basically replaced him this past week. He got 11 targets compared to Roddy White's one, and I don't know, you know, the week before, he only had two receptions, so it's, I don't know if they're slowly kind of moving him into the offense or if this is something like a, a precursor to what's actually going to happen <laughs> or if, uh, like, basically, should I be worried to own Roddy White? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was wrong. I'm wrong on everything. So I, I was not buying the Hankerson hype, but after last game, I mean, it's only game two, right? It's only right, week right. two. I mean, week one, he didn't do anything. So let's see what happens this week. But I don't I'm know, not- Frank. Fantasy owners know all they need to know after two weeks. Yeah, exactly. That's true. We all make up our mind. After after week one, we make up our mind, and after week two, we change our mind and make up our mind on something else, and after week after, three, we just keep going back around. After week one, I'm not going to call this person out, but after week one, I had someone I know text me that they were going to cut A-Rob and didn't want anything to do with any Jaguar players anymore. Mm. Mm. Did they, they didn't. I, ta- uh, I talked him down. That's because <laughs> you're a good man. <laughs> man you should have just let him cut him and then pick him up. Yeah, you're a good uh, friend, Scott. I would have been I'm like, you should totally league. cut him. <laughs> if, I, if I was in that league, I might, I might not have. I don't know. <laughs> so, so are we only allowed – is blow your water? Are we only supposed to pick Atlanta Falcons? Is that how this segment works? I think so. Yeah, it's because they're a Super Bowl-bound team. Everybody wants a piece Super of Super Bowl-bound Falcons. Stop. Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. There, there's another one listed on here, but I'm going to go off the board. Do it. What do you, what do you guys think of Tra- uh, Travis Benjamin here? Do you, no. th- do you think he's for, for real, legit, a, uh. a Cleveland Brown? No, no. He's, like, he's, probably the, he's probably the top added wide receiver this week, and I mean Johnny Manziel made him possible the past two weeks. And now, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry to interrupt. What was that name again? Johnny Manziel. Uh, all right, I thought you were like Johnny Manziel. You know, I probably Johnny did say Man- that Johnny right. Manziel. Just one. Johnny Manziel. Like that. <laughs> it's Midwestern style. He's Johnny Manziel around here. Manziel. In these, Johnny in these Manziel. neck of the woods, he's Johnny Manziel. 
How does Jer- is that how Jerry says it too? <laughs> I wish we I wish we got Jerry Mansell. <laughs> Jerry Mansell. Jerry Mansell. <laughs> I mean, he loves, Johnny him. He loves him so much. He loves him so much. He's gonna name him after him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I went the other route. I was thinking they were gonna get married, and Jerry was gonna take his name. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Mansell. <laughs> Just call me Jerry Mansell. <laughs> All right, well, Jerry, anyway. Jerry Football. <laughs> Call me Jerry Football. Jerry Football. Oh, God. Jerry Off football. the rails. Jerry. Sorry. Jerry no, it's perfect. Jerry. No, I. Uh, the fact that Josh McCown is named the starter <laughs> for week three, for one, I'm sorry, Cleveland Browns fans. I'm a Tennessee Titans fan, and I feel bad for you. <laughs> but wow, I think that takes all the wind out of Travis Benjamin's sails. Yeah, I mean the two the two the two bombs he caught wasn't it because like the pocket broke down and mm-hmm. and uh, Johnny Football was like scrambling around and then just launches Dude, a huge a bomb. I, Johnny I mean, Manziel, <laughs> he he completed eight passes in that game, <laughs> and two of them were just basically like you know seventy yard touchdowns to Benjamin. Yeah, he's efficient. That's efficiency. Yeah. Now if you do get return yards. That I mean, he's something, you know. I mean, he is getting the returns. You know, people will pick up David Johnson because he's doing the returns and he, he's breaking loose. But I don't know, man. I mean, if you're in return yardage league, you might want to target Travis Benjamin. Are you targeting him, Scott? Since you brought him up? Nope. I think he's fool's gold. <laughs> I just I, I I love I love players like that that suck other people's waiver wire budgets, and I can just sit back and let it happen. Yep. So I guess that's probably it. I mean, James Starks is another name that's out there, but he only really holds value if Eddie Lacy misses time, I think. Yeah. Or late in the season if the Packers are like 13-0 yeah. and 0 or 13-1 and 1 or something. Maybe in your fantasy playoffs you might see some extended Starks action. But, uh, yeah, and plus I think he's highly owned. I, I, don't, I don't tend to go off of like the, you know, the Yahoo or CBS numbers or something because mm-hmm. that includes dead leagues from the summer and That's stuff true. generally. Yeah. And I, I don't know what his real percentage owned is, but it feels like he's been owned since summer in every league I'm in. So yeah, people just waiting for Eddie Lacy to go down. Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah, remember that was, that was the knock on Lacy coming in. Not you know not this, but the concussion possibility and stuff like that. Exactly. So. Yeah. Right. Totally get that. All right, well, every week brings a lot of sadness to players. Fantasy footballers, you know, they just drink and cry and go to bed on Sunday night. And uh, one of the big reasons is underperforming players. So we're going to bring out our segment again. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> so who, who, so, really, who really killed you guys? Should I just, like, read off my roster, like, my whole lineup? Cause like I have like seven leagues where nobody does anything. Like Mike Evans is one. Another goose egg uh, in week two. Uh, my the Andre Johnsons. That son of a totally fooled me. Uh, J- Jimmy Graham. I'm just going off. I'm doing. I'm I'm just going on my own right here. I'm going on a tangent because Jimmy Graham two targets. Is, is that right? Is this yeah like, man two, two targets, targets one reception. I think it was for like twelve yards. All right, I'm just I'm nauseous. <laughs> I quit. I quit. Give me Jerry on the phone. 
I own so many Mike Evans and Jimmy Graham shares. This is basically the Jerry Jones podcast, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. You gotta edit. Man. No, see, we all feel like Jerry Jones because all of our good players are getting hurt. Can, can we release episode six spin. as a like bonus that. episode of just all of Frank's Jerry Jones impressions from yeah. the previous five episodes? Jesus. Um, <laughs> Mike Evans and Jimmy Graham were, were the two that killed me most because I own them effing everywhere, just everywhere. Um, yeah, that, that just destructive. The, the fact that, you know, Mike Evans talked these 100%, and I know he played, and, you know, there's... What, what snap count. Yeah, but man, I, I feel like most people threw him in their lineups and then he puts that up. When, you, when you're expecting basically your second or maybe if you're lucky, early third round pick. Yeah, I mean, you look at Lewis Murphy actually had a decent game, basically playing for Mike Evans. Vincent Jackson had a good game. Austin Sparrow Jenkins got injured. Yeah, that was the one guy we didn't talk about, but I mean, he's out four to six weeks. You would think that, that would uh, boost Mike Evans, you know, value. But I did, I did see today that uh, he's not going to be on a a snap count at all this week. So it's going to be hopefully, as long as he holds up, he'll be full go. Yeah, I don't really own Mike Evans or Jimmy Graham anywhere, but I do own uh, Roddy White, and like I discussed earlier, that dude killed me. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Now you, I mean, with Mike Evans, you have to keep rolling him out there, right? I mean, if he's playing, you have to start him. Yep. Yeah, but you have to start. I mean, if he's playing, you have to start him. Yep. And yeah, the same I mean, thing with Jimmy Graham. I mean, Roddy White might be benchable. I, yeah, I'm benching him. I'm benching him until I figure out what what's going on now. For who? Who you starting instead of him? I would start. Uh, I would well like Kendall Wright. I got him in on a couple of teams. I would start Kendall Wright over Roddy White. Um, obviously, I'm starting Allen Robinson over Roddy White. You know, but uh, I don't know. It's it's so difficult to to kind of read because he had a decent week one. You know, I think he had eight catches. That's that's pretty promising. You know, that's nothing that would give you any red flags going into week two. And then week two comes and he has one target. And it wouldn't be so bad if I knew he was injured or dinged up, but the fact that Hankerson got 11 targets <laughs> right. and had a good game while Roddy White's still out there playing, yeah, it's, it's just kind of disheartening. Now, you I, think – I'm sorry, Scott. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I don't even know that Roddy White's startable at this point. Yeah. Like, I, I'd be too afraid of a goose egg or close to it. I, even, even with how you know good that offense has seemed, I just – I couldn't in good con. I got you. Got to have something better on your roster. You really yeah, I, I mean, he had so. like 16 PPR points in week one, something like that. You know, eight catches, eight catches, 80 yards. I mean, you think you think maybe Roddy White pulls over Matt Ryan and be like, "Yo, my man, you gotta give me some. <laughs> you gotta give me some love out there. I can't be watching. I, I, yeah, I'm, how many targets? One target? I don't know, one target, and he dropped it. Yeah, I, think, I, I, I mean, they have a history. No, I mean, this is the only. Do you think right maybe on. this one week was just game game flow, game plan? I think there's they, a very good possibility yeah. of that. And I also think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to bench Roddy White this week. Even if he goes off, it, I'm going to have the whole process of mm -hmm. uh, wait and see. You know, just kind of if if he doesn't get anything, then I'm going to freak out. <laughs> then, he, right. then he's not going back in my starting lineup. But if he if he gets, you know, five, six targets this week, I'll feel much better about rolling him out for week four. 
there's always players that, like we were just talking about with Mike Evans, you know, they're studs. You cannot bench them. If they're starting and they're healthy, you put them in your lineups because of the potential they have. And really, uh, we have a new segment called Too Legit to Quit. <laughs> too legit. You're, playing that, you're going to play that music yeah, right here. Right? Too, too legit to quit. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and those players, yeah, those players are basically guys that you have to start if they're healthy. And are you giving up on them? You know, it, you, you can't. They're, they're too legit to quit. Like Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham comes out and gets two targets, or one target, whatever it is, two targets, one catch. You know, he could go off at any time. You cannot sell him. Um, but really, one guy that's that's that way for me is uh, Frank Gore. Frank Gore is definitely that way. He's got, he faced uh, Baltimore, and he faced the New York Jets in the first mm-hmm. two weeks. And you're looking at tough defenses there. No, no. He faced Buffalo. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking, I'm like, no, that's not right. All right. Three, <laughs> it starts two, with a B. Yeah, three, two, one. Yeah, Frank Gore, he faced Buffalo in week one. We all know that's a tough defense. And he faced the Jets on Monday night here. And that's another tough defense. They might end up being a top three run defense by the end of the season, just the way it looks. But, and Gore, he's getting the touches. Some might want to say Josh Robinson is the guy. I don't I don't think that's the case, you know. Um, Frank Gore is actually one of my top buy low type guys right now because people, the owner is probably pissed off. Um, if they didn't watch that game, they didn't see how close he was to a touchdown. <laughs> you know, I mean, he just yeah. literally dropped the ball at the goal line. Uh, without <laughs> yeah. that, his, his stat line looks a lot better with that touchdown. So, yeah. That's, I mean, he uh, looked he looked pretty good i mean i was watching i'm like he's running he's running well i mean a couple of long runs came back um due to holding and through penalties yeah. and mm-hmm. i think he was going to walk into the end zone right there and then he, i don't know what the hell how he was holding that ball i how i mean you should, you would think a veteran like frank gore would know how to how to hold the football but yeah he was just I switching hands and just lost it yeah i thought he looked good running mhm I have one that that is not for me because I I do not like this guy. I've never really believed in this guy. (laughs) But I've uh, talked to a lot of people recently that are still holding on um, and and fits in the too legit to quit because they they truly feel like, uh, you know, and and he pretty much has the role sewn up, so he's going to keep getting the shot. Lamar Miller. What do you guys think of Lamar Miller? I mean, that's like, interesting. What, like 14 yards mm. rushing this last week? Um, I've never personally liked him, but I know that Lamar Miller owners are sticking to him because I've I been mean, a Lamar Miller. I've loved Lamar Miller. I loved him when he came out. I hate Philbin. I can't stand him. I think he's. I don't know what he's doing. I think Lamar Miller might have dated his daughter or something. He did <laughs> something to Philbin to he piss more him than off. I, <laughs> He did something to film him. I mean, I know he left because of an ankle injury, but he hasn't been – in the preseason he was running well, and I just don't know what the hell Philbin's doing. I'm just not a fan. I mean, last year they signed Daniel Thomas off the, off the street to come in and get third down and, and, and goal line carries from oh, – I was getting so aggravated. And this is another year. I, I think I have to reevaluate my feelings on Lamar Miller because it almost – like 100% of the people I speak to say they can't 
either they don't like him, like you just said, Scott, like you've never been a Lamar Miller fan or they just gave up hope on Lamar Miller. So I'm actually benching him for Blunt this, this week. Well, yeah. he plays the Bills, so I mean, I would be benching Lamar Miller anyway, coming coming off dinged up and playing the Bills. His yeah. next two games are the Bills and the Jets, so I mean. <laughs> yeah, we just <laughs> talked about Frank Gore. <laughs> so, so if you do love Lamar Miller and you're, you know, you don't have him in a league and you do still kind of want to stick by him, let him play the next two games, then mm-hmm. make a trade offer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's idea. honestly a guy. Um, yeah, right there you go. Frank's light bulb went off. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there. He's he's a guy I do not own anywhere. I didn't draft him. Uh, I haven't been trying to acquire him, and that's basically just what happened to him last year has carried over to this year. Like he has talent. We've seen his talent. He just doesn't get the opportunities. You know, they had Daniel Thomas last year. Now they have Damian Williams, who they're giving a lot of touches to, and. Today they signed Jonas Gray up off the practice practice squad up to the active 53, which makes you wonder if Lamar Miller is going to miss this game. Oh, my God, I missed that. I didn't see that on the yeah, water. Yeah, he got uh, Jonas Gray is now on the starting roster for the Dolphins, but like Scott said, he's facing like just juggernauts and run defenses the next couple weeks. So, what you know, you may want to target Miller if you do believe in him. You I said, mean, Ty, uh, Ty Miller has to love... Lamar Miller, no? We're cousins. We're cousins. <laughs> All the Millers are related. Right. We, we just sit it. We tailgate and drink Miller Lite and you know, just talk about the old country. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what country is that? That's Germany. <laughs> <laughs> das Mutterland. Thai underscore in underscore Germany. <laughs> Scheiße! Achtun, Achtun, Lamar Miller, run! <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, you said that you would start Legarrette Blunt over him this week. Um, I would too, and I got burnt last week by Legarrette Blunt, and not really by him, by Belichick, and his amazing game plans that actually worked out perfectly against the Bills. With Deion Lewis, just all these little dump passes and just got behind that defensive line, essentially. And Blunt wasn't, you know, he got two carries, I think. So this week you do believe in Blunt then, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Against Jacksonville? Yeah. It's like a Russian roulette game. It's a game of Russian roulette with Bill Belichick. You have no idea. I mean, he's a genius. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to... Wax, uh, <laughs> wax poetically on Bill Belichick. Uh, nah, he's a genius. I mean, the Bills had Nigel Bradham on Deion Lewis. I mean, a 250-something-pound linebacker against Deion Lewis. So, I mean, he's going to find a way to get his his players. And I think this this week it's a LeGarrette Blunt week. That's, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I, f- I feel that too. Um, which means, since we all agree that there's no chance, that's gonna <laughs> <laughs> one carry concussion. Exactly. <laughs> He's gonna fumble and then bench him. Like Deion Lewis fumbled like twice last week, and I'm like, it doesn't it's, matter. It's like Garrett's blood team, yeah. yes. And then no, I'm like, what's Lewis doing out there? But I think I think Bill Belichick heard the the one quote about how 
he, he hasn't had a, a player, a running back, get over 100 total yards two consecutive games in like four years or whatever. Yeah. So he did that just as a screw you. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make sure Deion Lewis does it. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's sad yeah. how I, I took Deion Lewis out of pit, you know, a few years ago. Um, he's the guy that replaced Shady. You guy, you probably remember. Um, mm-hmm. And I drafted him in Debbie Leagues, <laughs> Debbie Leagues uh, a, a few years ago. Dropped him in all of them. Thought he was, uh, you know, I, I dropped him probably a year or two ago. Didn't didn't think he'd ever turn up again. <laughs> nope. Belichick made sure he did. Yeah, he's right. I there. made the biggest mistake because I listened to Brandon uh, Bolden. I picked up Brandon Bolden instead of Deion Lewis. And mm. what right before the Deion Lewis, you know, break. a lot of people did. A lot of people did that. Uh, I think I mean, people were like James White, Bolden, Deion mm-hmm. Lewis. They were just, you know, taking shots, getting whichever right. one they could. Cadet exactly. is Cadet still on the team too, right? So, Isn't Travis um, Cadet on? <laughs> Traverse, yeah. Yeah, you know, actually going outside of the too legit to quit, uh, a guy that just killed me. You're killing me, Smalls. Jeremy Hill. Yeah, he fumbled twice and got benched, and I think he had like three PPR points. <laughs> so, and Gio Bernard took that game over. So, yeah, that's great. I kind of like crazy. that. It's crazy how safe Gio Bernard is. I mean, <laughs> he won't have a lot of these games, but I don't, I don't know that there's going to be a game this year where he doesn't get you know ten or so touches and you know fifty some yards. You know, mm-hmm. like his floor is. A few catches and like 40, 50 yards. Right, like, if he's, like eight points. Yeah. yeah, eight to ten fantasy points is like I can't imagine him ever having a game below eight or ten points. No, I it, totally agree with that. Plug him right in. That's yeah. especially I, the way that offense is looking. I loved yeah. it when they benched Jeremy Hill because I have Joe Bernard <laughs> in a big in a big money league at work. So there's like the money aspect, and then there's the bragging rights, and I have him as my flex, and I was. Oh, I was loving it. I'm like, yeah! I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> that's what fantasy football is made for, man. It's, that's what we live for. Oh, that's right. That and our kids. First comes uh, fantasy right, football. Kids. Well, it's fantasy football, and then a close second is the kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, uh, there's really two other guys that I can think of that are too legit to quit. And one of them is C.J. Anderson for me. Is that controversial mm-hmm. to you guys? I mean, you, no, you think no, he's on a bounce back here? Okay, you agree with that? No, yeah, I, think I agree. He's got a tough go of it, and he's got that dinged foot. So I think he's gonna come right back, man. It's not like Hillman's and, doing a ton, you know. And he's practicing full. It's yeah. it's not like you know he practiced full today. It's not like he's limited. It's yeah, I I, I still trust in that. Um, I don't trust in Hillman, even though he's looked better than he has previous years. I, I, I'm not quitting on C.J. Anderson, mostly because, I mean, what can you do at this point? You're not going to be able to trade him no. for what his potential still is. So. Yeah, he's really a guy that, you know, if you own him, you got to hold on to him, but you, you might want to target him, you know, in a trade. See, yeah, I don't. I don't even. I mean, yeah. If you if you can go for it, I just I just feel that a C.J. Anderson old owner, like put in the investment right, of a second invested. round pick, mm-hmm. and they're gonna sit there going, you know, I wanna I wanna I'm not gonna sell him low. I wanna right. make this pan out first. Mm-hmm. So who would you who would you guys rather have, C.J. Anderson or Frank Gore? 
CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson. I agree. With I know. You. I know that. I know that Gore. You know, Gore has a much easier schedule, especially his next like five games or so, or cake compared to what he just ran through. But uh, I'm still a little worried about the snap count. I'm still a little worried about. I don't know. The offensive would, line. That the offensive right, line. That's exactly it. That's he's, not. That's my only knock on him. Yeah. He's. He's still a 32-year-old, too, behind that offensive line. And being a 35-year-old, I can tell you, 32 is ancient. Yeah, we feel like shit. <laughs> right. I walked around the block three times today, and I'm like, why am I so winded? Like, what's going on? I used no, to I run. Work. I used to play sports. <laughs> I work. I do manual I from work, work, stay in the shower. I let the water hit my back for 10 minutes just to... <laughs> Right. Dude, I just get in the shower and I get out and I put on my little slippers and I flip on Matlock. You know, I just sit back and watch Murder She Wrote. <laughs> like, Man, this is the life. You know, we uh I went to a friend's You don't watch Columbo? <laughs> no, no, I I don't, I don't get into Columbo, sorry. I'm sure this is a highly interesting story for the listener. <laughs> the listener. <laughs> the listener. <laughs> um, but uh, I went to a friend's wedding uh, a few years ago, about age 32, and a bunch of the people were uh, sleeping outside in tents before the wedding. I'm like, I'm 32 years old. I can't lay on the ground in a tent anymore. <laughs> I won't be able to get up to the wedding. Who does what did they have a camping wedding? Like, who has a camping wedding? Like, oh, come to our wedding. We're gonna camp. <laughs> We're gonna tell, make some s'mores and tell some ghost stories. Balrash podcast. Come for the fantasy football. Stay for the wedding stories and Jerry Jones impressions. <laughs> I almost did another horrible Jerry Jones impression, but. I can't. I can't do another one. Another one? Did you need to designate it a horrible one? Can't. Can't you just say uh, Jerry Jones impression? Do you do good like, one? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, in the shower they come out a lot better. I sound just like Jerry. Okay. Shower, well, next but... next week we'll record this with you in the shower. Wait. I'll do it. Wait a second. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I think we got one more here. Brandon Cooks, right, Ty? You got Brandon Cooks yeah. on your list? Yeah, Cooks is a guy that I really liked coming into the season. I didn't think he was an Antonio Brown, but, uh, you know, I did think that he had uh, potential to be a number one wide receiver just basically on kind of uh, the amount of targets he was going to get. And, I, you know, I think he's a, a threat that's, you know, he can do short passes, long passes, is real quick. But, with his breeze injury does make me nervous. You know, it's it's so kind of a, a fluid situation. Not sure if he's going to miss multiple games here. I mean, Cooks hasn't been spectacular the first couple weeks, and with without breeze, it's tough to really be too excited about him. But he's definitely a guy that I'm I'm not selling him if I own him, and uh, if I can get him for the right price, because he's probably probably went in the third fourth round in most drafts. You know, if I can get a decent price, then I I might might target him. I cannot imagine you'll get a decent price. There are so many Brandon Cooks truthers out there, and those are the guys that have them. That's know? true. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> For the second time in this podcast, I don't know if you can get him, man. <laughs> no, that's why, he's, that's why he's on the too legit to quit uh, list. There's no yeah, way you're yeah. going to get Nobody else is quit. Quit. I mean, even with Breeze, he was on pace for, you know, with Breeze in the game, uh, on pace for, what, 64 receptions this season. And we all thought he'd be closer to 100. Yeah, um, I did. 
<laughs> What's really funny is I thought he'd be way under 100 until until my boy Izzy at DLF talked me up, you know, talked to, threw a bunch of stuff at me and got me got me believing. Um, mm-hmm. Now I just I, I think part of what was baked into that 100 was who are they going to throw to? And now we realize they don't have people to throw to, so the <laughs> offense sucks. <laughs> That's right. true. Yeah. And if they can't sustain drives, Cooks isn't going to rack up 100 catches if they can't sustain drives. So, um, I, I mean, my I, biggest knock on Cooks was because he was a short wide receiver. <laughs> no. They all suck, right? <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but, you know, like, they, I mean, listen, I, I, I kind of bought into the Cooks hype. I drafted him in any anywhere I can uh, as long as the price was – I wasn't going to – go second round. I, I mean, mm-hmm. some people are real huge truthers, Cook's truthers, but I just can't. I couldn't see myself. They got rid of Jimmy, so and that was, I, I took it as a bonus for Cook's. Like, those targets got to go somewhere. And then you hear that Peyton wants to run the ball a little bit more, so that's going to open up the passing game too, right? I mean, you run the ball to open mm-hmm. up the passing game. Drew Brees is awesome, and uh, and then I don't know what the hell happened in the first two weeks. I mean, well, just look at the whole Drew, offense. You know, yeah, Josh Hill was a guy that people were targeting early on, thinking the exact same concept of there's nobody else to throw to. It's going to be Cooks, Mark Ingram, C.J. Spiller was getting drafted pretty high, thinking he'd be kind of you know like a, a medium range guy, and then Josh Hill was there, and it was I don't know the offense just has been bad, and now their their star quarterback is done for a little, maybe a little bit. I don't know. It's you tough. think you guys think Peyton's done? When you can't run up the score bad. on the box, when you can't run up the score on the box, I'm a little worried about your offense. Yeah, when they're almost yeah. running the score up on you. <laughs> yeah. Mar- yeah. Mariota can throw four touchdowns in his first game ever against the box, and Drew Brees can't. That's right. Right, but Lovey the- Smith is all right with with defenses. No, I mean he's. I think he knows how to how to how to turn a defense around. I mean, they. Ooh. It's not like the the Bucks are. Uh, IDP deficient or defensive players deficient. No, they have a lot of talent, but right? they, I mean, they got lit up by the Titans. Yeah, I mean, those short underneath routes were killing them. And that's why I really, that's why my lock of the week last week was Brandon Cooks because I thought he yeah. would just be destroying them, basically running the same routes Kendall Wright did, little yeah, short crossing routes. You know, I, I think the the one benefit you can think for Cooks is is maybe maybe having. Breeze out, they will, you know, check down to Cooks, you know, in open space or something. You know, they won't. I don't know. Ah, it's you mean rough. you mean what they should have been doing with Breeze in the game? They should just give him the ball, put him in space, and see what he can do. But I think, yeah. I mean, I think Sean Payton's done after this year. If if he doesn't uh, turn this around. I honestly think he's going to be the giant. I'm saying it right now. The giant, the new New York Giants head coach is going to be Sean Payton. Watch. What would uh, Jerry Jones say about that? Oh no, I'm not going to do it. I refuse. Oh come on, Coughlin isn't on the hot seat every year until what week eight or so? That's when he gets on the hot seat. Exactly. No, he's on the hot seat right now. I, I, that's what everyone is speaking about, how dumb Eli Manning is. Well, that's it feels crazy. like every year Coughlin's yeah, on the hot seat. Every year that he's on the hot seat, he's won the Super Bowl. So uh, let's hope. Let's hope and pray. Fingers crossed. <laughs> no, Falcons. I, oh, it's got to be the Falcons. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay, well, to round out the show tonight, we wanted to say thank you to Empire FFL for leading, leaving a good rating and a very solid review. And part of the deal was if you got chosen, you would get 20 seconds of airtime on our next show. So if you are Empire FFL, please get a hold of us on Twitter at Bullrush Podcast. And uh, we can discuss how we're going to roll with that. So that's, nice. that's it for week two, episode five. So, uh, yeah, we will be back again next week. Hopefully, as we say every week, hopefully there's less injuries in week three. Uh, yeah, that's not Hopefully. See you guys. Later, homies. See you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.